Heaven is for real. That one line ties together everything I want to say to you in my homily this morning. So if you forget everything else, try to remember that line. It maybe will trigger the rest of your memory. Heaven is for real. Some of you may recognize that as the title of a movie that was released during Holy Week this year, a movie that's doing very, very well at the box office so far. If you haven't seen the movie yet, I highly recommend that you do. I saw it during Holy Week. Concerns a little boy from rural Nebraska named Colton Burpo, who nearly died after his appendix ruptured back in March of 2003. Colton was about four years old at the time. He had a near-death experience while he was in emergency surgery for that ruptured appendix. And during that near-death experience, he claims to have visited heaven. Now, to be sure, this is all in the realm of private revelation and nobody has to believe any of it. But I read the book upon which the movie is based. In fact, I read it twice. And in all honesty, I can't find anything in it that directly contradicts Catholic Church teaching. And that's somewhat surprising because little Colton Burpo is a Baptist, and his father Todd, who wrote the book, is a Baptist minister. For example, at one point in the book, Todd, the father, says this. He says, a lot of our Catholic friends have asked whether Colton saw Mary, the mother of Jesus. The answer to that is yes. He saw Mary kneeling before the throne of God and at other times standing beside Jesus. She still loves him like a mom, Colton said. Brothers and sisters, that's great Catholic theology concerning the Blessed Mother. I couldn't have said it better myself. As Catholics, we believe that Mary prays for us, do we not? We believe that she intercedes for us and for our needs to Almighty God, as all the saints in heaven do. And we believe that Mary is the Queen of heaven and earth, and that she enjoys a special place in her Son's eternal kingdom. Well, apparently so does young Colton, based on his experience in March of 2003. Let me add one footnote here. Not all near-death experiences, in my view, are equal. Some of them can probably be explained in purely natural terms. But even in the case of those which may have a supernatural origin, not all of them are necessarily from God. Some of them may be, but some might not be. At best, these experiences are veiled images of the afterlife. At worst, they're deceptions of the devil, who, as the Bible says quite clearly, can disguise himself as an angel of light. So a lot of discernment is needed in evaluating these experiences. All that having been said, I think there's a lot to say in favor of the divine origin of what happened to Colton Burpo. As Catholics, of course, our faith in the reality of heaven does not rest on the witness of a young man like Colton, who had a near-death experience. We know that heaven is for real based on the testimony and the resurrection 
of Jesus Christ. As St. Peter said in our second reading today, and here I quote, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy gave us a new birth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by the power of God are safeguarded through faith. But even though our knowledge that heaven is for real ultimately comes from Jesus himself, the Church seeks to strengthen our faith in the existence of heaven by focusing our attention on certain men and women who, we believe, have already made it, who have already arrived there. These are men and women who lived lives of heroic faith and virtue during their time on earth. We commonly refer to them as the canonized saints. And this weekend, as most of us are well aware, the Church adds two new ones to the list. Pope St. John XXIII, who was the pontiff who called the Second Vatican Council, and Pope St. John Paul II, or as many of us like to refer to him, Pope St. John Paul the Great. These two holy men now join saints like Faustina Kowalska, who was canonized back in 2000 by John Paul II. St. Faustina was the Polish nun who received a number of private revelations from Jesus in the 1930s concerning God's love and mercy. Those private revelations inspired the painting of this image that we have here at our pulpit today. Normally it's over near the tabernacle, but for obvious reasons, I brought it here to the pulpit today. It also inspired the private revelation that she received, also inspired the institution of the feast we're celebrating in the church this weekend, the Feast of Divine Mercy. Jesus Christ and saints like John Paul, John the Twenty-Third, and Faustina, they remind us that heaven is for real, but they also remind us of something else that's very important. They remind us that heaven is not automatic. Even Colton Burpo would tell you that not everybody who dies goes to heaven. We want to get through the pearly gates someday. We need to experience God's mercy, all of us do, while we're here on this earth, because we're all sinners. It's providential, therefore, and most appropriate that in today's Gospel reading, we heard how Jesus gave his apostles the power to forgive sins in his name. It's the first thing he did after he rose from the dead and appeared to them. Our Lord said to them on Easter Sunday, as we heard a few moments ago, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Here's something we might not think of too often, but every canonized saint, with the exception of the Blessed Mother, needed forgiveness for whatever sins they committed during their lives. Every canonized saint except Mary. We're no different. We have that same need. May the fact that heaven is for real inspire us and motivate us to seek the Lord's mercy and pardon as often as we need it, especially in the sacrament of confession. Let me give the last word in this homily now to St. Faustina who once also received a vision of heaven. 
And she described that vision in the following way. She said, Today I was in heaven, in spirit, and I saw its unconceivable beauties and the happiness that awaits us after death. I saw how all creatures give ceaseless praise and glory to God. I saw how great is happiness in God, which spreads to all creatures, making them happy. And then all the glory and praise which springs from this happiness returns to its source. And they enter into the depths of God, contemplating the inner life of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, whom they will never comprehend or fathom. That's an interesting point. Sometimes we think we sit in heaven with harps and are bored, for lack of a better term. What Faustina realized through her vision is every moment in heaven is new and we will spend eternity getting to know God more because he's an eternal being. She says here, Now I understand St. Paul who said, I has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. Let's pray at this Mass for ourselves and one another that we will also come to understand St. Paul someday experientially when we, too, arrive in heaven.